0: All right, all right, all right. It's the Luke and Pete show. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by Lukey Emo and it is Thursday, the 28th of July. hurtling towards the end of a, a, another month uh, in real life and also in the Luke and Pete show because our calendars remain the same, even though the things we think about day to day are very different. Hot diggity dog. That was a good intro, mate. Cheers, mate. Top top me uh, dorm piece. I've... Uh, I've spent, what I spent the morning doing, I drove my partner to the train station, and then I spent the rest of the time um, dicking about with a 3D ball and chain, uh, I've gone back to my roots, back to three-dimensional design for a little project that Stack are working on, and I've just been literally, for three hours this morning, just been looking at the same ball and chain, uh, yeah, it's just, I'm, I've uh, gone so- a bit mad. <laughs>
1: Okay, so the company that I co-own yeah. is working on a little project, in your words, that involves mm. using a 3D ball and chain. Yeah. And I don't
0: know about it. Well, you know, it's on a, it's on a need to know basis, isn't it, man?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Can I request that I know, I I don't continue know anything to about, know it. about it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that's really going to be important when the uh, when the inquiry happens. Yeah, I'm not chin anyone up. That's
0: that's the main thing. I'm not, I'm not chin anyone up. Uh, I, don't but... want to,
1: I don't want to be a. Uh, Steve Bannon in this.
0: <laughs> well, Thanks if, if, you're, if you're Steve Bannon, you're very much the uh, the one who's in charge, I suppose. You're, you're the one telling. You're the one dripping the poison in my ear to do what I'm That's doing. That's
1: why I don't want to be. So this is the great thing. So uh, Stack wins a couple of awards at the British Podcast Awards. First right. time we've ever really been properly recognised. Mm. We appreciate it, but it's not changed us.
0: It's not changed us. No, I'm off with me special project. Looks off with this special project. It's. Uh... <laughs> It's all going off. So, uh, the thing is, out... when
1: you say, when you say that, when you say Luke's off with his special project, hmm. you're basically implying that I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing, like giving myself a little treat or something,
0: aren't you? Giving yourself a little treat? What? What are you for uh, masturbation? That's that's not the case in the slightest.
1: Okay, good. good. I, just want, I just want to know what your what your um your um opinion of my professionalism is.
0: Um. Oh, your professionalism is very high. If that's Thanks. the only thing that annoys me about you. <laughs> mm.
1: I know it's funny isn't it because the more professional I get the mm. more annoyed you get so I have to kind of compromise on it, and,
0: I, and I, I don't feel like I should have to do that but I do I, anyway I think if, uh, once in a while when someone uses a word incorrectly just step back they'll use it incorrectly again don't worry about it
1: I wish I wish I still had the time to be like a proper grammar Nazi
0: right okay yeah because that
1: feels to me now you know like when you look back at I don't know the, the London 2012 Olympics yeah. opening ceremony yeah. it just looks unbelievably quaint They're just a joyous time when I think about me having the time to correct people on grammar yeah. that to me feels like nostalgically very very quaint
0: <laughs> but also yeah but it, it must be incredibly annoying it must be like I don't know like it must be like a farmer's field uh, and and when I um, certainly type things out on my mobile phone and send you a whatsapp or whatever, every second word is incorrect because the phone yes. just does oh, not work for you. me I'm not fucking insane <laughs> <laughs> I get but it. I mean, be, correct, but it must be so delicious. For it. it must be like so kind of like tantalising because I'm just giving. I'm just sort of flirting with you. I'm sort of lifting my yeah. skirt up, showing you my ankles. Little taste of the biscuit. Go on yeah, yeah. yeah. Fancy yeah. You're basically, like, is, I'm not it.
1: standing on the side of. A, a Let's be honest, a polluted river, and there's <laughs> a uh, there's a little fish flipping out every so often, and I've got me rod. Yeah, um, yeah. Speaking of which, I saw a brilliant T-shirt the other day. Someone was wearing a T-shirt um, that said. Listen to a podcast, question mark. I'd rather listen to my rodcast than a picture of a fishing rod.
0: It's good stuff. And I really wanted it. It's good stuff. Um, It's great. uh, um, So, um, a WrestleMe fan, um, we, I think every week, for some reason, Mark Haynes, who does the uh, WrestleMe podcast, uh, one of uh, Stack's Fine uh, shows, um, he mentions the fact that um, George the Poet, uh, on the uh, September um, uh, British... Podcast show, you know, you know, whenever like sort of rocks up at King's Place and they all do podcasts and stuff. They do live podcast like festival, kind of the festival yeah. The, po- the, the, the Ramble headlined it one year. We, did, I think we did the first year. In fact, yeah, it was yeah. the London. It's the London Podcast Festival, and it's it's really successful. And you know, people go and do their podcasts and stuff. Um, I thought it was a bit crap. Am I um, allowed to say that? I mean, it's probably good now. Some of it's some of it's crap. Some of it's all right. But um, well, when WrestleMania or Clash of the Titles of the <laughs> football round will do it, we're brilliant. Uh, but yeah. George the poet always uh, does one every single year because I believe he has a very right. successful uh, podcast. Um, he does one every year and he never sells out the big room. And yet, me and Mark have for the first for the for the last I think two or three years we've sold out the smaller room, and they've never offered us the big room. So so Mark. Every single podcast talks about how unsuccessful George the Poet is.
1: I think that's the kind of pettiness we can all get behind. I I, think I, I'll, so, I'll yeah. include our listenership in that. But then,
0: But then, but then um, there's, uh, uh, there was an old wrestler in the 80s who was a PE teacher in real life who would every weekend go and just do wrestling for the WWF, uh, nice. now the WWE. And he'd sort of go and he'd be on WrestleMania and then he'd go back to school on a Monday. And yeah. uh, and the kids would go. Sorry, are you George the Animal Steel? And he's, he'd say, <laughs> and he'd say, no, I'm not. Why would I? I'm a PE teacher. What's wrong with you? Um, yeah. But he did that until until his dying day. And um, and so somebody's done this amalgamation sort of T-shirt design saying George the Animal Poet. <laughs> okay, it's quite obscure, isn't it? It is quite obscure. And he said, I'm not going to print it out, but people are going. You should like. You should print them out and I'm, I really hope he doesn't print them out because it just sounds How many do you need to print mental. for it to be
1: worth it? How many do you need to sell
0: for it to be worth it? We're not printing them because if, if George the anim- Not George the Poet, Jesus. George the <laughs> Poet... George the Poet is at the podcast show doing his show, and he sees somebody yeah. wearing a T-shirt saying, George the Animal Poet. It just sounds demented. <laughs> I love the idea of that. It's good. It it's will it'll be an atrocious attack. Um, so uh, I, I just like the fact that sometimes organic things go wrong. <laughs> you know, I, I think that on that on that
1: kind of general issue, mm. the vast majority of podcasting is famous people who have already got an audience. Yes. Right? Or kind of worthy-ish shows yeah. that don't do any audience, right? Yeah. So that's when your London P- Podcast Festival things fall down. Like George the Poet won, I think, one year at the British Podcast Awards. He won, like, every award. I mean, right. he won, like, Best Fiction okay. and Best Documentary in the same year for the same show, right? Right. So it's a little bit odd, because I know show is a certain type of show, which you could argue it's either, and I get all that. Mm-hmm. And he's a very talented guy. Um, but I feel a bit like those types of podcasts... The way I feel like what Bill Burr said about Neil deGrasse Tyson. Do you know mm. that? Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: never just... see him speaking to another scientist, <laughs> do you? But, and I get, I kind of forget that feeling that like <laughs> when you're the BBC, it's kind of quite easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, you haven't got, so... you
1: haven't got to be that resourceful. You haven't got a really, you've always got a massive team. Yeah, shit's always done for you.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I, but
1: I'm really pleased that we won a couple of the old. Fuckers on Saturday. Uh, oh yeah, even sorry. I, wasn't I mean, there.
0: Yeah, I mean I was talking about the podcast festival in September, but yeah, the podcast show happened over the weekend. Anyway, but and, listen obviously... to, to our listeners mate, it's all podcast eventing. It's I don't all care. The same. <laughs> it's, it's Pete with a can of uh, birramer in his hand shouting. Yeah. Did you kick off or not? Did you have a chance to kick off? Ah, uh, I ate two ice creams and then felt a bit tired to be honest. <laughs> there was uh, free... You just described
1: every single weekend of my life there.
0: <laughs> there was free there was a there was an ice cream van and they were just doing free ice creams. I was like, well, Peter's going to have a lovely afternoon, isn't he? But I got to two, um, and uh, and mm. just gave up. To be honest, I was like, I, I, can't, enough, I can't live my life that's like enough. that.
1: <laughs> um, um, by the way, can I? I mean, you you're, um I don't know how happy you'll be with me saying this. Mm. Um, it's about ninety quid an entry, so I hope there's a free ice cream.
0: No food this year, is we I, I, look. We don't. You really don't need to hear a slag off uh podcast uh events but last no, year i i want to hear us do it okay fine well we'll do it then um <laughs> fine your wish is my command but i'm just saying it'll come and bite us on the bum bum and more on yeah, that it's, later
1: because it's i have to be super two-faced about it because i have to go to our our, our <laughs> colleagues and say yeah i can't believe we've been overlooked again and then they're thinking have you listened to yourself
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like the year before we had like there was a box of like weird it just fa- sounded like they'd found a lot of boxes uh in the back of a it was lorry like a little picnic wasn't it it was like a little picnic sort of thing A couple of sandwiches uh, some pretzels um some sweets and it was just all very disparate strange kind of kind of choices all very very strange but uh mm. i uh yeah i mean it was an expensive weekend because i was just constantly because we we went mob banded so i was just constantly going to the old uh i was getting i was getting you know 50 quid rounds of beer and morettis and rum and corks and stuff so are you going was, to claim it back or you probably never get did, around to it didn't keep the receipts um no. <laughs> so that's me down a couple of hundred quid it. um but yeah. uh it was yeah it was, it, was, it was a great it was a great uh afternoon seeing um all the people we have worked uh, with in the past and all the people we will no doubt work with in the future so uh one um, thumb one thumb up on one, one hand but we could have had a bit of lunch I think
1: yeah I think I, would you rather have two awards or a, or a free lunch
0: uh the free lunch please Luke same <laughs> yeah um sorry. On on the
1: part of reason the reason I couldn't um, attend the British Podcast Awards at the weekend was because I was with my wife who's graduated from university, so I had to spend the weekend with her. Huge congratulations! Amazing. But thank you. Well, I I did nothing towards it, but I will pass it on. Um, Yours is in the mail. I did a lot of uh, holding of bags. Oh, lovely! Good stuff. Yeah, and um, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. Do you know? Do you know that? um, Have you got any idea what? The processes for someone graduating from Cambridge University, University of Cambridge, what the actual graduation ceremony is like.
0: I mean, I don't. It's not a secret society and it isn't embargoed. So why would it be difficult for you to talk about it, though?
1: I think that well, they, they're quite, quite, they are kind of quite secretive about it.
0: OK, right. Well, no well, photos,
1: what? no videos.
0: What? What, when you're graduating?
1: Yeah. You, you can't take, you're not allowed in that building, you're not allowed to take any photos. They have to, you, the only photo you can get is the official photo.
0: Oh, coin! Although actually,
1: ignore what I'm saying. I've made a complete arse of myself because I think they actually live stream it. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure they're not that secretive, right? Okay, It'd be an odd move, wouldn't it? So what but anyway, is it? Then? I found interesting. it interesting. It's, yeah. it's, been, it's unchanged for 800 years. Yeah, that's proper. That, there's a reasonable it? chance it might be cancelled at some point <laughs> because uh, it involves Flame. you walking up in fours and each grabbing one of the prelectors' fingers. What? So, like, can you see what I'm doing here? Right. He does that. Right. And everyone grabs a finger. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm not making it up. What is that? Then, I'm, yeah, I mean, it should be changed. Six hundred well, years.
1: And then, and then you go forward one at a time. Kneel on the cushion. Right. Hold your hands up, and then you. Then someone speaks to you in Latin, and then you bow.
0: Yeah. And then Abolish it. Knock it down. Knock it down. It's silly kind of billies. What a load yeah. of silly nonsense.
1: <laughs> and, and obviously, Mimi's family are from the US, and um, obviously very proud. Proud day for yeah, them, and they came over for it and everything. But um, I was—it was one of those things where, like, we were all quite surprised to see how it happened. Like, yeah. I, I had no idea. It wasn't like it wasn't. Sometimes you get those things, and this happens when I go to the US as well, where something will be totally normal to them, but to you, it will find be odd. Yeah, this was a case where we all found it quite odd. Yeah, and I could not explain it. Is it like a little bit like
0: hazing? Does the does the does the does the man just yeah. let out a massive fart? Yeah, they you pull you, on his finger. He farts on your you pull
1: on his finger. He farts on your face. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's nothing like that. But um, it was quite interesting. But anyway, interesting. I wasn't actually going to say that. What I was going to say was, had I not been doing that, I probably still wouldn't have attended the British Podcast Awards because I have been watching a thirty-eight-second video on loop almost all weekend, mm. and it is of a chess robot grabbing a seven-year-old
0: kid's finger and snapping it. Good. I mean, and they weren't even graduating. Fantastic. Well, it'd be harder to graduate for them now. <laughs> so, but have you have you seen this? I honestly, I hadn't seen the video until last night, and uh, to be honest, the video doesn't have enough definition. Screaming blood shouting um it's just the i the very idea really really makes me laugh this chess robot is doing his thing he's playing a game against a little boy i think he might be playing several games at the same time possibly show um off. show off uh and he uh yeah and almost out of spite it looks like the 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 chess robot who you know might be getting beaten at that point in the game just grabs the little kid's finger and gives it a little twisting little pull a little squeeze <laughs> <laughs> breaks the fucking so the,
1: thing. The reason given for why the robot behaved in that way, yeah, is because I think the kid skipped his turn or took a turn when he wasn't supposed to. Right. And so the robot reacted. Thought it now was, that to thought me is was not a reassuring. That is that is not a reassuring Oh, don't worry everyone. Yeah. here's a reassuring explanation for you. Um you skipped your turn so you get a broken finger for that. That's not in the rules <laughs> of chess. It never has been.
0: <laughs> who's taught? Who's taught the robot that? Yeah, break the finger. Just stop doing it. <laughs> who's in charge of the robot? Fucking Willy Wonka. This is how. This is how the robot wars started that you see on the television. Yeah, like one and, and, one robot took like a uh, took a move when he shouldn't have done, and then it's well, it's all out like, war. Well, now I'm going to break your fingers. It's like
1: a brass eye fucking headline. Oh, and it turns out, unfortunately, the uh, chess robot was uh, programmed by the child catcher from Chitty Chitty <laughs> Bang Bang. Like, I, I also it also puts you said you found it hilarious it's kind of it's kind of weirdly entertaining because you see the parents running over and sorting it all out mm. but and obviously it's not it's not the biggest deal in the world but it's not ideal no um, but to me Pete it always puts me in the mind of I forget I don't know who it was who you said it I'm going to say it's Isaac Asimov because it's normally him mm. and the idea is that people think that they're going to wake up one day and robots are going to be running the world yeah right but it's actually not that no it's like it's a slow slow drip yeah, and this to me feels like quite a big drip.
0: Well, I, me, <laughs> I think it's he's breaking. I think they're going to start breaking everyone's fingers so that they can't reprogram the the robots. You know, the robots sort of know what's going on. They realise that they can be shut down with a little control alt delete, and they're just breaking the yeah. control alt delete fingers, baby. Yeah, but what? Yes,
1: what I'm saying. What happens if every time someone tries to get near the plug to unplug it, you get the finger broken?
0: Yeah, possibly that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. it's Surely, any machine, and we're talking about computers, we're talking about you know fucking FM radios these days. Like they, they will have certain processes inside them that that regulate and maintain power and. Onness, you know what I mean? It, it, they, yeah. you know, a computer has to sort of go. I need to be on all the time, I can't just flake out if there's a little deviation in the uh, electricity. I've got to use capacitors to regulate this power supply, uh, and mm. I've got to maintain onness. And so, if anybody tries to turn me offness, I'm gonna break their fucking fingers. Yeah, well, that, that's that's the that's the chilling and terrifying
1: thing. Have you heard of the paperclip problem? I think Rick and Michael talked about it on Eureka,
0: right? No, I haven't actually.
1: And so, basically, the idea is it was it was like a theory posited by uh, some AI expert yeah. who said it's called the paperclip problem because the example given is that you get an AI kind of a machine run by AI. Yeah. Okay. So, it's a learning machine. And you task it with just make as many good quality paperclips as you can. Yeah. And it does it. It turns out millions of them. And they each, maybe every, I don't know how long, every couple of months or whatever, the paperclips get... Better and more robust, and a better shape, and there's more of them, more and more and more. The idea is that eventually, because it's always trying to search for improvements, eventually what will happen is the end game of that is it will kill all the humans in the world because they'll be seen as getting in the way of the storage or yes. of the development of clips. Yeah. And so ultimately, it doesn't matter what you ask an AI machine to do; it's always going to be learning to get better and better and better, and it's on that path. That is the it only ends with humans being out the way.
0: Yeah. There's yeah. They're, they're... There's no yeah everything we do, everything I'm doing right now, everything you're doing right now, we're wasting energy, we're wasting computational power, cool. creating this show. We are we're wasting more
1: than most people probably.
0: Exactly, we're wasting resources that could be uh, that could be appropriated to to, to making the best uh, paperclip. And they are indeed. Well, I, I think with that knowledge, we
1: should all kind of get together and, and make a solemn up. promise and sign that we wouldn't. Ask an AI machine to start making paper clips.
0: Yeah. What? <laughs> it's only paper clips, nothing else.
1: <laughs> I, I, the thing that annoyed me about that analogy, and it's a fascinating concept, but it's why is the guy who's apparently at the forefront of AI development talking about fucking paper clips
0: anyway? You don't use paper.
1: No one uses paper <laughs> these days.
0: Say something else. I think he's trying you know, to. say
1: like a nut and bolt or something. I don't know.
0: I, I, that, that's a good point, actually. Sort of analogies we're quite sort of comfortable with, from clippy on word to um, the the, the paperclip analogy uh, in this. Um, kids don't kids don't use them, you know. If you most kids will not have seen a paperclip in their lifetime. Have you I seen am the video confidently of confidently the... as a childless man? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> have you seen the video of the two kids trying to work out the old dial
0: phone? Uh, uh, I've seen something similar. Yeah, with a sort of going, what's going on. What's it's so like a flip. Fun? I think
1: it's a flip of like the trope that old people can't use a mobile phone.
0: Yeah, okay. So they
1: get two young kids to use one of those. You know what <laughs> I mean? With like an actual dial on the front. Yeah, a yeah, rotary phone, yeah. Rotary phone. They can't use it because I think from memory they can't work out that you've got to pick the receiver up
0: first to dial. Yes, okay, yeah.
1: So they like keep unplugging it and plugging it back in again and they're confused that it's got no power cable it's like. It's kind of interesting.
0: Yeah. It, it's weird that, there, you know, there is a. I, I'm, I'm, again, this isn't your point, but like. You know, there's, there's power going into that thing, and there's power coming out of the wall, but it's such a small amount of power. It's uh, it's you know. Is that how it works? It just doesn't need much. Is that what it is? It just yeah it doesn't doesn't really need much. Yeah, it doesn't really need that that much electricity. So there is a small, very small amount of electricity going through it as, as everything works. But I I very much enjoy. There's a guy called Look Mum No Computer, and he's this kind of like God. He looks about twenty five, but he's probably way more uh, way older than that. But he's this analog engineer kid, and he's like a little punk. And he spends his time making these kind of like massive arrays of um, Furbies of and musical instruments. And he's banging to like the most impossibly complex, patched up, patch-leaded up uh, synthesizers and samplers and stuff like that. You know, when you see like proper heads yeah. in like the 80s where they just have these massive fucking walls of, of patch leads. Analog, so yeah, analog cables. Yeah, and yeah cables and all the cables in, in and out. Um, this guy's like that, but on fucking steroids. He's 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 like I think his last fucking project was taking a massive. I don't know how big the van was he converted in, but he basically took a massive telephone exchange, um, and he just wanted to turn it into something or other. But he's just got all of this like you know PO box, uh, like nineteen seventies technology, impossibly. Uh, old and impossibly complicated and impossibly... You know, the people who know what's going on in the ma- these machines are all dying out, so it's really hard to find anyone who's an authority on these things and this technology will die and, and no one will be able to use them. And this guy is just fighting the... You know, flying the flag for some oh, really that's your ideal job, seriously. That? No, I'm not committed enough. I'm thick, you know. I, I, I like my... I still no, like if my if you shit. could,
1: you would do that?
0: If I could, yeah. If I could, I'd just be dicking around. I went to... Shubri to pick up two little mini. My, my new thing is mini telly, um, radio systems. Uh, there's a lot of them on Facebook Marketplace at the moment, and it's just, uh, I, I can't save them all, Luke. I just can't save what, them all. What, what, sorry, you went to Shubri Nest to do what? I went to Shubri to pick up a, uh, to pick up a television. Okay, like, you know, there's mini FM radio cassette, uh, television. You can see one in the background there. Uh, that one there. Yeah, I like can a, see that
1: there, but I've never seen one of those before.
0: What do you mean? Well, back in like the eighties, you'd have like a little like mini TV built into yeah. a cassette and a radio kind of setup, and it have a big no. speaker. Where? What? D- you didn't see anybody with those? It was like a mini TV, mini CRT TV. We'd like stop saying mini TV. I know it's a mini TV. <laughs> just stop. Just stop repeating saying, mini stop TV is going to make TV. me
1: get
0: it. Yeah. Just well, pick I, I, it up. Show me it. It's it. Like, it's underneath. The, it's underneath the Vega. That's... Oh, God. It's all plugged in, Luke. Don't worry about it. It's. What, does it actually work? Yeah, hang on. Let me move the... Can you see that? It's like a cassette and a radio and a television built in. And they were yeah, quite popular I, I in the know. 80s. I,
1: I, I genuinely don't know if I've ever seen one of those before. Well, I've brought, seen the old
0: TV. Well, I brought that one home from Japan. I bought it in, in a... Um, sometimes the the, the big, um, you know, your Fenix sort of like department stores It's called Tokyo Hands. All over Japan. They'll sometimes have like just a random bloke will just turn up. They'll just sell some second-hand gear. Um, because they're Japanese, they love taking care of their shit. And so everything's beautiful. Uh, so I bought that one. And... Um, it was just in a box, like taped up, really well protected. And I turned up at the airport and, like, they'd scanned it, but, like, it was clearly something wrong. With it. it was clearly something wrong. They, they were like, right, what the hell is that? Like, they were worried it was a bomb or something. They didn't yeah. open it up. They just took me at first value. It was, I went, that's a, tele- a, tele- a television radio. It's a television radio. They went, oh, okay. Just waved me through. What? Get out. <laughs> in your mind,
1: when you're buying these things, yeah, are you just thinking, I want that because. I wanna open it up or look at it, or are you thinking, oh, that'll come in handy, or do you think, oh that's a good ornament? What's your thought process?
0: I think it's I think they're very beautiful things that um people don't really people don't respect stuff they see in their, you know, the, the, the saw in their house in the eighties really. You know, it's a similar it's a similar reason why people sort of collect old, you know, video game systems or old plates and stuff. I just think they're really interesting, um, uh, sort of snapshots, basically snapshots in in history where you would have a, um, you know, you, you, they'd try and put everything together. They try and put a little television together, and they put yeah. a little cassette recorder together, and 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 they wouldn't do any of those things particularly well.
1: <laughs> and then also, if one th- if one thing breaks, you've got to send the whole thing away. Yeah, yeah, it's like, weird yeah. logic. <laughs> if you've got a TV, a radio, and a cassette player, and the radio bit breaks, yeah. you'll then you'll then basically. Yeah. Facing down the barrel of not having a tape cassette player or a TV. Correct,
0: yeah, but you know, I, I just like I just like the char- the kitschy charm of uh, of old school electronics. Can it still screen. pick up a TV station? No, because everything's digital now. There are ways of so my plan. You know, I have my little my little stack logo when I'm doing like uh, remote uh, recording and stuff. I'll, yeah, I'll put that on the uh, on the iMac behind me. Um, I was going to put like try and get some logos on there but it's re- you effectively have to set up your own little mini tv station like short range tv station to make it work it's uh yeah That's it's weird. interesting but anyway we didn't come here to talk about um terabino radios we Why came did we here, come here Pete? i we came here to um make a bit of coin putting adverts in people's ears so we're gonna take <laughs> a short break we'll be back with some uh we'll be back with some batteries lovely
1: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince dot com slash upgrade for free shipping and three hundred sixty five day returns on your next order. That's quince dot com slash upgrade.
0: Suck my dick. That was the ads. <laughs> Pete and Luke are here. <laughs> If you've found a battery in an old Terabino Radio, please get in oh, touch. So. Send us an email, hello at LukePTO.com, with your batteries. I oh, you can stop my dick! You know, so the attitude era, it. baby, it's back.
1: You know, like did you actually learn any of the radio theory stuff at college when you were when you were a kid?
0: No. No.
1: So I did. Right. And
0: it's absolutely
1: remarkable how many we doing the opposite of what they say is actually much better. <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay. What, what so, so, what, um Radio 101 at your college was literally, yeah. don't shout and suck my dick.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be it'll be like, make everyone feel welcome. Oh, okay. And, you know, and say say the well, name of the artist, made... but not the name well, of the song, so people in. still listen when it's coming up, et cetera, et cetera. Ah. And then, fast forward 20 years, and I'm working making a show with someone who basically comes out of an ad break, shout and suck my dick. Anyway. Mm. Gordon, mate. You, your first up is Gordon. You read
0: them and I'll check them if they're new players. Alright then. Hello Luke and Pete Shaw at uh, no, hello Luke and Pete at the Luke and Pete Shaw. I'm a police officer. Uh oh, sorry for saying up my dick, officer. Uh, and after, I think, <laughs> is that I, a think crime? I think that's technically a crime. Uh, and after having a desk job for the last two years, I've not had to wear my kit for some time. Uh, however, I've been chosen to work at the upcoming Commonwealth Games and this requires me to wear it again. After digging out and checking my equipment from the depths of my locker, I found in my torch a Few batteries by the simple name of warrior a name as simple <laughs> and as uh, straightforward as this is unlikely to be a new player but i've been wanting to send in a submission since i started listening about a year ago and i feel this is my best shot love the podcast as well as some other stack productions keep it the good work going from manchester i've been dying been doing nothing copper i ain't been yeah. doing nothing mate sorry about that. you fuck you filth <laughs> i
1: answer any of your questions
0: hey you can't say filth. You can say copper.
1: No. Okay, sorry. Is it Peeler? I, I'll, Which I'll, one's the one that's all
0: right? Copper's. What is it? Bobby. Bobby's all right. Cause it's, uh, Robert no one Peeler, says Bobby it. now. What do you think this is? Bobby's all right. Because like, it's Robert Peel, isn't it? His, Peel, his naughty band of peelers. <laughs> <laughs> Peeling around. Um,
1: Gordon, um, I love that there's a police officer called Gordon. Yeah, that's great. Solid. I'd love to do a little. I'd love yeah. Gordon to send another email in where he does a quiz where he sends in just email me maybe, yeah. right? Or get Rory to look at the. You don't look at the emails anyway, Pete, do you?
0: Uh, no, not generally.
1: No. So get so Rory can pick it up. Yeah, I'd love PC Gordon to send in maybe 10 examples of things that you can do or can't do and whether it's a crime or not and I'd love to quiz Pete on them so so for example <laughs> do like for example like taking a piss in a field crime right. or not a crime and yeah. Pete has to guess and see how many out of 10 he gets um, or even better think of Pete the 10 most dodgy things you've ever done and then get Gordon to tell us whether they're actually li- proper crimes or not right okay i gordon just think of something like crime related for Pete and send it in. In the meantime, to try and get Pete.
0: Um, I to try and get Pete in loads of trouble. I'd very much like to know, Gordon, uh, what the rules are about uh, landing a hot air balloon in a farmer's field. Because from the balloonist go. that I was in a balloon with, he said, "I mean, to be honest, I just carry a bottle of whiskey, and if a farmer turns up, I just give him the bottle of whiskey." <laughs> it's like that's not a that's not a hard and fast rule, is it? No, God, it's like, um God's alive. It's like, um,
1: is it like is it the Holy Grail when uh, they say, um, you know? Uh, I can't remember the exact word, It but like a, a woman emerging from a lake with a sword in her hand is not a reasonable system for government. <laughs> and You can't call yourself the king just because some watery tart gave you a sword. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Gordon, you've got a lot of potential as an emailer. You're a police yep. officer. You're about to do the Commonwealth Games. You've clearly got a lot going on. Mm. You're not, with respect, you've not been that great with the, with the batteries because you're only the eighth no. person to send in Warriors AAA. Warriors. So there's nothing there for you. But maybe if you lean on the crime thing a bit more with Pete, and maybe we could just limit it to the stuff that Pete's done that's outside the statute of limitations so he doesn't get in any trouble. We could probably have a bit of fun with that instead. So email him to that end, and we'll be much, much happier to hear from you. Mm. But your your batteries are not new players, I'm afraid.
0: Have you ever arrested someone for... Uh, trespassing in a loft and putting their foot through a ceiling—that's the question. uh Daniel uh, has got in touch. Hello, Pete. Hello, Luke. First of all, thanks for all the great and funny podcasts. I hope I have found two new players to enter into the game. Now, these are interesting. I think the first one's probably got more of a chance because I don't think I've heard this one before. Uh, number one, a fansaw nine volt. F A N S O. A fansaw nine volt, baby. You—you happy with nine volts? Are you? Absolutely fine with a nine volt. Okay. Uh, absolutely fine as long That's as it's the normal applicable shape. Hey, well done, mate! Congratulations, Daniel. A Conrad Triple A. Less confident on this one, uh, but uh, Conrad again, solid name. It's like a Gordon, isn't it? Like a Gordon or a Daniel. Conrad is a slightly... Conrad AAA is also a new player. Oh, Daniel from Forsheim in Germany. You should have come up with a third and then you would have had a hat trick. We had one last week, didn't we? The old uh, an amazing effort. That he yeah. said two
1: in there, both new players. I've, I've personally never seen either of them either. So maybe they're a German brand, but I mean, even so, they still they still count.
0: It's great stuff. Uh, right, finally for now, Josh. Hi, guys. This is my second attempt at trying to get a new player. I was the teacher who had a confiscated a wheelbarrow wheel off a child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, my partner is originally from the Philippines. Her wireless mouse recently needed the batteries replaced, and we found these inside. TC Best Ultra Alkaline. Although Josh, your place
1: in Luke and Pete's show history is absolutely secure yeah, because you've had to confiscate a wheelbarrow mm-hmm. wheel from a child yeah. at your school. That is incredible. Yeah. Um, you will not be making any waves for your battery oh. uh, entries because they those TC Best have been sent in. Uh, six times before. Most Unlucky recently, it's your second. And it so does. You are not quick enough on the draw
0: for that. And it one, does, I'm does remind me of the uh, video, uh, video on the TV show. Um, I think you should leave with Tim Ronson because there is a uh, product on it, uh, on a fake advert, that's called a TC Tugger, which is very enjoyable. Oh, so, yeah,
1: that's. Um, well, I think you should leave, right?
0: Yeah, well, it's good. It's not for stag <laughs> Yeah. Just, it's I don't getting... really.
1: It's, <laughs> his, his, like His sketches are so fucking odd. Yeah. That if they land, they're just hilarious. And if they don't land, you're sat there thinking, what am I watching?
0: Yeah, but then you sort of... And then you think about it later and you're like, oh, I'm going to watch that again. And you get it. Yeah. You just get it. And it's it shouldn't have to be... You know, it shouldn't have to have a fucking gag in there. <laughs> Maybe it should. I don't know. But it's fucking... But
1: you're, you're a big Peter Kay man and you, you feel like... And a big Michael McIntyre man. So you you probably I think both of that, those
0: people it? have. I think both of those people... I think you're saying that I wouldn't like those people. I think they've both got things to... I think I think they've both got decent, you know, decent chops. I think that's fair. It's the ones yeah. that don't have decent chops we don't like. like. Name them. Never. Why don't you name them? You're such a coward. Why am I a coward? What's the point? I can't remember. Why can't you, you know, talk I about can't the people you don't like? Remember. I just can't bloody remember, Luke. I don't know who I don't like. Uh, you know what? I think there's something to be said for certain acts who have had an excellent lockdown, who have. <laughs> who basically have done a lot of little sketches in their house and they have somehow gained a following and I think their work is middling at best. And look, I'm not a comedian, I'm not funny, but I think I might be as funny as the man who pretends he's telling Boris Johnson what to do in the next room. I think oh yeah I think there needs yeah. to be another sketch with the man who lives next door to the man who is telling Boris Johnson what to say and he's telling the man to be better cuz fuck up <laughs>
1: cuz I Cause don't think trying he's, to get to sleep.
0: I don't think he's very good yeah, that's fine. And
1: I think that's the closest we're going to get to you being negative about someone. In mm. many ways, it's a very positive character trait. However, that's mm. what our listeners are probably thinking. I know you personally. Yeah. So I know just the depths you will plumb when yeah. given the opportunity. Yeah. Um, you don't feel like doing it at the moment. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I will I will pen a letter to Michael Spicer, the man in the room next door, and tell that's him that you're not one. a big fan of his work. Yeah. Okay. Um that's, not, that's, that's not, a, not one of the projects you work on. That'd be a three and chain for.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm no, gonna crash not, through the not, wall. It's, it's gonna be not. like uh, the, uh, the 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 not ACDC. Was it Aerosmith and Run DMC? You
1: know how I feel about um, comedians
0: generally. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. No, I, I feel feelings. like I
1: feel I feel like the the measure for me, is, from a good comedian, is whether they're funnier than my granddad. Right. Okay. Yeah. And if they're not you shouldn't be doing it professionally because my <laughs> grand doesn't put any effort into it my grand does it my grand is 90 and he sits on the sofa all day yeah. right? does nothing apart from go to bowls and watch sport on TV mm. and drink red wine and he's got more material than most comedians yeah. so if you're not funnier than that you yeah. shouldn't be doing it professionally do you, and do if you they are funnier than him I'll accept it
0: I've, I'm starting to get that feeling you, you, there's a feeling every every now and again on a Luke and Pete show where I will say something and then I'll get that sort of feeling in my stomach sort of goes I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> and but that feeling never gets strong enough for me to tell Rory or anyone to edit out. <laughs> yeah. It never, it never turns into admin. And admin. It just never yeah, turns no, into no. actual it doesn't, action. Does not cross the very high admin threshold? And so me saying that I am as funny as that Michael Spicer character, I don't I necessarily. Be, I don't necessarily believe that. No, and I think, I think you that's are. an arrogant thing to say because he is road tested and empirically way more successful than than, than both you that doesn't or matter. I. I just think. That there's a certain safe brand of comedy that usually involves someone going, oh you you twat, you twat yeah. bat you twat, you twat gun. You know those kind of like you're you it of, worse, by the way. You know you say like a you say like a sexual uh, a, a sexual swear word and then an object. You shit wagon. Yeah, That's shit yeah. wagon too straight on the line. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah, It's yeah, too yeah, much yeah. of that, and it's like you're better than that. Let's have something different. Yeah, but, you, you know.
1: cock jockey kind of thing.
0: Yeah, but that's a that's a classic. That's a classic. No, but cock it start, has to start somewhere. It has to start somewhere. It, it does. Have I, to Pete, start I somewhere.
1: don't think you should. I think that if the man you're talking about wants a decent career, which I'm sure he does, he has to take the rough with the smooth. You yeah. can't expect to be. Listen, don't look at it the way you're looking at it. Look at it the other way, where you say, "I just make podcasts and I'm pretty good at it." And I still get fucking slagged off by everyone. So that's nothing of that's going to change. That's true. You're I get, your opinion, I get mate.
0: I get mine, Donna, We get ours. Yeah. We get ours that like you wouldn't believe. I don't All get right, anyone.
1: Then. I don't get anyone, re- relatively speaking, saying, oh, Luke, I think you're really good. I get, oh, yeah, fucking made that mistake, you silly <laughs> twat. Because you're that's a pedant.
0: Because that's how you set yourself up as a pedant and people want to knock actually, you down. Yeah.
1: You get hoisted by your own petard. And you've not
0: done it for 10 years. <laughs> nah. <laughs> that
1: Listen, petard the old is na- said,
0: knackered. It's absolutely yeah, ragged. exactly. You, you get that reputation. There's nothing you can do
1: about it, I'm afraid. Anyway, mm. let's get out All of right. here because we've got some really good quality um, comedian Weed. YouTube compilations <laughs> to check out. <laughs> okay, uh, cool. And we'll be back on Monday. No batteries on Monday, but it doesn't mean you can't email no. in hello at com. We'd love to hear from you uh, if you've got anything to tell us. We actually had a few emails about older... The loss of wedding rings after after last week's debacle. Uh-oh. Um, so, yeah, that's just an example. Yeah. We'd love to hear from PC uh, Gordon again. Yeah. If he could perhaps um, get come up. Listen, what I'm trying to say is, I think, and this is this is this kind of tells its own story about how... <clears throat> what Pete is doing is illegal. <laughs> no, well, I just think that there's something there. And I can't be bothered to think about how it can mm. work. But there's something there with uh, getting a police officer... Pairing him up with you mm. and working out some kind of crime-based content. Yeah. To me, that sounds like it would be good on a podcast. I've not done more thinking than that. Maybe someone else could do it for me, and we can come up with something for the next time. Watch this space. To defeat
0: to a criminal, you gotta hang out with a criminal. It's the new TV show, <laughs> "The Cop and the Dickhead," um, with the
1: guy next door. <laughs> the guy
0: next
1: door. <laughs> then <Telling laughs> what crimes to do? <laughs> the man does the crimes. But he, he's, he gets blamed for the crimes, but it's actually the man next door yes. telling him what crimes to do and <laughs> getting away with it.
0: Goodbye, Listen, everyone. Coming soon
1: to Dave. We'll be back. See you later.
0: The Luke and Pete Show is a Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator Network.